Parents have the most grave obligation to do everything in their power to ensure their children's physical, social, cultural, moral, and religious upbringing. By the time a Catholic enters adulthood, they are more likely today than ever to stop following their Catholic faith. We must work together to turn this around. Do you find it difficult to find time to teach your children the faith? Is it hard to find the right way to teach your children the faith? Are you ready to take more responsibility to help the children you know prepare for eternal life in heaven? You've come to the right place, and I'm here to help. This is All About My Catholic Faith, a podcast series to help you learn your faith and inspire you to better share the faith with those you love. And now, it's time for All About My Catholic Faith. This is Lesson 11, The Catholic Church. Hello, in our last episode about the gifts of the Holy Spirit, we asked the question, what church did Jesus start, and is that church still with us today? In this lesson, we'll find out what a church is anyway, and find out if Jesus actually started a church. Today, there are many, many Christian traditions or denominations. Christian means followers of Christ Jesus. Many experts say there are more than 30,000 different Christian denominations. So do we really need a church or churches in our world? Well, here's some questions for you to think about for the next few minutes while you listen. Number one, what do we call the sheepfold of Christ? Number two, how does our Lord help his sheep? Number three, why did our Lord choose 12 apostles? Number four, which apostle did Jesus pick to be the leader of the apostles? And number five, who takes our Lord's place today as the shepherd of the church. Well, in the Apostles' Creed that we've been learning about, we say, I believe in the Holy Catholic Church. So let's read a little from the Holy Bible to see if we really should be believing in the Catholic Church, or any church for that matter. So here's a reading from the Gospel of St. John, chapter 10, verses 1 through 11. Amen, amen, I say to you, whoever does not enter a sheepfold through the gate, but climbs over elsewhere, is a thief and a robber. But whoever enters the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens it for him, and the sheep hear his voice, as he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has driven out all his own, he walks ahead of them. And the sheep follow him, because they recognize his voice. But they will not follow a stranger, they will run away from him, because they do not recognize the voice of strangers. Although Jesus used this figure of speech, they did not realize what he was trying to tell them. So Jesus said again, Amen, amen, I say to you, I am the gate for the sheep. All who came before me are thieves and robbers, But the sheep did not listen to them. I am the gate. 
Whoever enters through me will be saved and will come in and go out and find pasture. A thief comes only to steal and slaughter and destroy. I came so that they might have life and have it more abundantly. I am the good shepherd. A good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. Jesus was telling us here that in order for us to be saved from going to hell after we die, that we needed to follow him. He said that whoever enters through me will be saved. He also said that he is the gate. When shepherds are in the field with their sheep, they often have a gate that they open to let the sheep go into a place of safety. And Jesus is telling us here that we can enter that safe place by going through him. He is our good shepherd. Christ will teach his sheep, feed his sheep, heal his sheep's wounds, and he will guide his sheep to heaven. Who are the sheep of Christ? Well, that's right. You and I are his sheep. So here's another reading from St. John chapter 21, verses 15 through 17. When they had finished breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? He said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, Feed my lambs. He then said to him a second time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, Tend my sheep. He said to him the third time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was distressed that he had said to him a third time, Do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. Jesus said to him, Feed my sheep. So here we learn about Jesus talking to Peter. Peter tells Jesus that he loves him three different times. And Jesus tells Peter to take care and to feed his sheep three different times. You and me. And so did you catch that? He told Peter to take care of his sheep. Jesus did really start a church, you know, while he was here on earth. And he picked a group of 12 men to help him with his church. And these 12 men were called his apostles. In St. Mark's Gospel, we read the following. He said to them, Go into the whole world and proclaim the gospel to every creature. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved. Whoever does not believe will be condemned. So he was talking to his apostles here and was telling them to go to all areas of the world, everywhere, to teach all the people by preaching what Jesus had taught them and also to baptize everyone that they could. The Church of Jesus is a group of people that believe in him, believe and follow all the truths that he taught, and are baptized in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. So you might be wondering why Jesus would start a church. Well, his main reason was so that we would follow his teachings and so we would make it to heaven one day. 
In the Gospel of Matthew, we hear Jesus asking his apostles a very important question. When Jesus went into the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, Who do people say that the Son of Man is? They replied, Some say John the Baptist, others Elijah, still others Jeremiah or one of the prophets. He said to them, But who do you say that I am? Simon Peter said in reply, You are the Messiah, the Son of the living God. Jesus said to him in reply, Blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my heavenly Father. And so I say to you, you are Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of the netherworld shall not prevail against it. I will give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. All right, well, Peter was one of the apostles of Jesus, and we hear here that Jesus selected Peter to be the first leader of his church. The rest of the apostles were to be known as the bishops of the church. He had already told the apostles to go out to everywhere into the world to spread his church. And now he has selected a leader for that one church. The apostles or bishops of the church were given the power from Jesus to be the rulers and the leaders of his church. The bishops then selected priests and deacons to help bring the message of Jesus to even more people. As more and more churches started under the Pope's leadership, there was a need for more bishops and a need for more priests. The church has had a leader continuously since Jesus gave the keys of the church to St. Peter nearly 2,000 years ago. After St. Peter was crucified, the bishops chose the next leader, since Jesus, of course, had already gone to heaven himself. Every time since then, when the leader of the church has died, the bishops have gotten together and picked a new leader under the direction of the Holy Spirit. We have always called the leader of Jesus Christ's church the Pope. Pope means Papa or Dad. So the Pope is not just the leader of the church. He is also our dad or father in the church. So now let's read in the Bible about when Jesus chose his apostles. This is from the Gospel of St. Luke, chapter 6, verses 12 through 16. In those days, he departed to the mountain to pray, and he spent the night in prayer to God. When day came, he called his disciples to himself. And from then he chose twelve, whom he also named apostles. Simon, whom he named Peter, and his brother Andrew, James, John, Philip, Bartholomew, Matthew, Thomas, James, the son of Alphaeus, Simon, who was called a zealot, and Judas, the son of James, and Judas Iscariot, who became a traitor. Now this is also from Luke when Jesus sent the apostles out to teach the world. 
He summoned the twelve and gave them power and authority over all demons to cure diseases. And he sent them to proclaim the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. He said to them, Take nothing for the journey, neither walking stick, nor sack, nor food, nor money, and let no one take a second tunic. Whatever house you enter, stay there and leave from there. And for those who do not welcome you, when you leave that town, shake the dust from your feet in testimony against them. Then they set out and went from village to village, proclaiming the good news and curing diseases everywhere. All right, so now are you ready for some questions? The first question is, who founded Jesus's church? Well, of course, Jesus founded his church when he was here on earth. Number two, was St. John the first pope? No, not quite. St. John was a very important apostle, but Jesus selected St. Peter to be our first pope, the first leader of the church. Does the church lead us to heaven? Well, that's a good question. And if you follow the teachings of the church, and if you stay away from serious mortal sin in your life, or confess it to a priest if you do have mortal sin, then you will make it to heaven. That's the promise of Jesus. The next question, what was the group of men called that helped Jesus start his church? Well, I think you know that one by now, but just in case you don't, they were called the apostles. Again, the apostles were the 12 men selected out of all the disciples that were following Jesus. Next question, was St. Paul the leader of the apostles? Well, no, St. Paul helped spread the word of Jesus, and he helped grow the church, definitely. But remember, St. Peter was the first leader of the apostles after Jesus. The next question, after Peter told Jesus that he loved him, what did Jesus tell Peter to do? Yeah, remember, Jesus told Peter to feed my sheep. He meant to feed all the people knowledge and the bread of life, which is Jesus in the Holy Eucharist. And the last question, what is the head of the church called today? Well, just like it has been for 2,000 years, the head of the church is called the Pope. So great job. As you've heard from the Bible, Jesus started his church so that you and I can make it to heaven one day. Remember, he selected 12 of his disciples to be his apostles, to lead his church, and to take his message to the whole world, and to baptize everyone that wanted to follow them. The apostles needed a leader after Jesus left them, so he picked Peter to be their first leader, the first pope, the first leader of his church. There was only one church of Jesus Christ back then, led by the Pope and the apostles and bishops. That one church is still here today, 2,000 years later, still led by a Pope, by the Pope, the Vicar of Christ, and the bishops, and helped by the priests, deacons, and other religious people. So in our next lesson, we're going to get a little bit deeper into this, and we're going to learn more about the church that Jesus started. There are links to the Catechism of the Catholic Church, 
the Holy Bible, and other helpful links on our website, allaboutmycatholicfaith.com. Make sure you subscribe in Apple Podcast or your favorite podcast directory. And if you like this podcast, make sure you leave a rating and review so we can get this message to more people. If you are Catholic, make sure you go to Mass this week and every week. You will be able to be with Jesus and his other friends and followers. The angels and saints are all there too. If you're not Catholic, you're always welcome to come to church with us and to see and learn why we love Jesus so much. I hope you continue to listen to these lessons to keep learning about why we love Jesus and his church. If you know someone who wants to learn more about the Catholic Church, please tell them about this series. Until next time, please pray for me, and I will pray for you. God bless you, and bye for now. All About My Catholic Faith is a 2CJs production.